Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. What will our world look like in 50 years? You can ask people like economists or computer scientists, but we wanted to have just a little more fun. So for our ongoing series about the year 2067, we asked science fiction writers to tell us what they think will happen in this future. Paolo Bacigalupi is author of The Wind-Up Girl and other novels and short stories. He thinks about the future by zeroing in on trends and imagining what would happen if we continue down that path. Today, Bacigalupi sees a society paying less and less attention to science and worries that by 2067, we might completely ignore it. I can very easily imagine a future 50 years out where our air and water quality are worse, where we're ignorant of why our climate is changing and how it's changing. And so you could easily imagine ourselves sort of up to our necks in seawater and calling it high tide. And, and without a vocabulary to even talk about what, what sea level rise is and why it's happening, without a vocabulary to talk about why cities are being swamped, because we aren't willing to talk about the fact that our world is changing. I could very easily see places like Lake Erie poisoned completely by toxic algae because we aren't monitoring whether or not all the farm water runoff is going into the lakes and what's in it. I could imagine human health effects. I could imagine us being sicker. You know, the question of, like, what kind of water quality do we have in our pipes is, you know, something that shows up in Flint, Michigan. But you can sort of extrapolate that out to our entire world. If we don't have agencies that even look at our water quality, what kind of water is coming in, what kind of water is coming out, and what we're drinking or bathing in. One of the things that's really fascinating to me is when you look at things like hermaphrodism in fish downstream from water treatment plants, where you're seeing all sorts of extra chemicals changing the way that fish are developing, you you have to sort of pause and say, shouldn't we study this more? If we don't study it more, you could sort of imagine a future where we're also semi-hermaphroditic, where our biological systems are so messed up by endocrine disruptors that we aren't really functioning anymore in the same way as we used to. You could imagine an even sort of dumber version of ourselves. All of us sort of grappling with the idea that, you know, oh, gee, we're being swamped by climate change. Our cities are being flooded, whatever. And we also don't really have the adaptive response even to organize decent rescue operations because we're all as a society, as we increasingly become distracted and broken as sort of intellectual people, we lose our organizing abilities as a society. So 50 years in the future, we're less organized, we're dumber, we're more violent. You could do a lot of those things just from the basic idea that we stopped trying to keep our our human environment clean, that we stopped looking at what kinds of factors were feeding into our dysfunctions, that we stopped looking at whether or not like our world was changing and whether or not that was dangerous for us. You end up with a a world and a society which is impoverished. You end up in a space where even the wealthy don't rest as easy as they might because the poor, the hungry, the displaced 
all are on the move and trying to find resources when there is no safe place for them anymore. Once you get rid of science, the thing that's interesting is that you have this opportunity to sort of fill it with other stories. You can start building other theories, and essentially what you're talking about is magical thinking then. And so if we don't have a reason, you know, a scientific reason to understand why are sea levels rising, you can create other reasons, and that's God is angry, or we were sinners, or you can create any number of stories. Why do I have boils developing on my body every time I go in the water? Well, gee, that's just because, you, you know, you weren't a pure person. Without somebody standing there and saying, wait, we tested this, we looked at it, we evaluated it, and we did it in an organized way, then otherwise you just have the magical thinking of people creating any story that they want. Paolo Bacigalupi is author of The Wind-Up Girl and other novels and short stories. You can check out our full series about 50 years from now at thetakeaway.org slash 2067. 